Hello, I'm Paul Shepherd, and welcome to the Mindset Changing Podcast. Today, we're looking at the hidden warning signs that your mental and physical health are struggling and your body is asking for help to heal. Let's dive right in. So I had a little break from content creating recently because I skipped into 50 and there was a lot to plan as there was a few celebrations. And I'm going to do a podcast at some point soon on ageism because I've been bombarded with content, with imagery, which suggests I'm pretty much on my deathbed. I mean, the imagery alone of people my age seems to be people in their 70s and 80s. Money 50. But these things can have an impact on our psychology and we could begin to feel quite old. But I'm refusing, simply refusing to be influenced by the amount of marketing literature that says I should be thinking about my deathbed and that I should be planning everything now to wind down and just retire. No way. Remember that anything you believe about yourself or your influence to begin to believe about yourself will change your filters and that's how you'll begin to interpret your reality. You'll always be drawn to people and situations which reinforce what you believe about yourself to be true. So if you believe you're old and past it, then you'll be drawn to people and situations which just reinforce what you believe about yourself to be true. Life's too short for that. So I put out a video on social media, the hidden warning signs that your body and your mind are struggling and needs your help to heal. The response was crazy. Hundreds of thousands of people have watched the video on TikTok and there have been a lot of comments. Now, these hidden warning signs are often a detachment from reality, a form of escapism. Sometimes thoughts and feelings are too difficult to deal with, or we're just numbing the mind because we've had a hard day. And there's nothing wrong with a bit of escapism. I'm not criticizing that. What I'm talking about is if it's increasing to the point where it's having a detrimental effect on your quality of life. If unhealthy habits are increasing, then that is a warning sign you need to pay attention to. So I'm going to mention the seven that I featured in the video. I'm going to go into some detail about them, but I'm also going to include a few more that will give you an idea that your mind and body are sending you a powerful message that you need to listen. There's been a disconnection and it's time for you to take your life back and reconnect. We are seeing an increase in mental health issues and a big part of that is how stress, anxiety and depression cause a disconnection. And if it's left to go on for too long and it's not addressed, your mental health could get worse. And just referring to the ageism again, these hidden signs are not just what happens to older people. That is a misconception and something that kept popping up in the comments. 
but it's also sad to see how many people think that this constant detachment from reality is actually normal life. What was really good to read was that a lot of commenters were noting that they knew how damaging these habits were when they were increasing and they were taking their lives back. Some people had gone through mental health issues that these habits exacerbated and they took their lives back. They began the process of healing themselves. If you recognize the signs that I'm going through in a moment, then please do use the anxiety and stress healing series I created. Thousands of you have listened to those podcasts and the comments coming in have let me know that they have been extremely helpful in helping you heal and get your lives back on track. And if your attention has been drawn to the video or this podcast, then your brilliant subconscious mind may be telling you that some tweaks and changes may be needed to help your life thrive again. Your comfort zone may be becoming a prison and it's time to set yourself free. Now, some of these signs are hidden because they can feel quite subtle and are often passed off as normal behavior, especially by society pushing, that seems to push, for more detachment from reality. Now, remember, I'm going to repeat, not all of these are a problem if they are in moderation. It's the increasing of them and the result in a drop of quality of the life that is where it can be of concern. You know deep down, if these signs are an issue for you. So let's have a look. And these are not in any particular order. So number one, you find yourself picking up your phone subconsciously, so not even knowing you're doing it, and mindlessly scrolling on social media, the news, without really engaging in the content. You might even find yourself doing this in the company of other people with the TV or a movie on in the background and your attention is going onto some form of autopilot where you're just scrolling without any purpose whatsoever. And it's a classic way of disengaging from reality moving away from your thoughts and feelings and just going into what is like a hypnotic trance with your finger just slowly flicking up and down the screen, trying to find something. And if you ever asked yourself, what is it I'm looking for? What exactly do I want when I pick up my phone, look at my tablet, go into my computer? What am I looking for? I wonder what will come up for you. And number two. Now I can see why some people think this is an old age thing. And yes, when people do get older, there are changes within their bladder, which may mean they need to use the bathroom more. But stress and anxiety can add tension to the bladder muscles, creating the need to pee much more. And this can happen in the day and in the night. And if you notice 
an increase in needing to use the bathroom, that could be a sign worth paying attention to. Number three, if you find your porn use is increasing and it's interrupting your daytime habits and that you find yourself looking for more extreme forms of porn for that dopamine hit, which when you first start using porn will be quite high. But unfortunately, the reward system will reduce dopamine each time you use porn which can leave you trying to get that high, trying to get a feel-good feeling with more extreme examples of what you think will turn you on. It really is a vicious trap. Not only does porn use, repeated porn use, create a decline in cognitive function, brain fog, it can also put you off of having sex with a real person because your brain is becoming conditioned into wanting it from the extreme forms of porn that you are experiencing online. There's plenty of information out there in regards to the damage that porn can do to you and how it creates a disengagement from people around you. And also, it's a dangerous form of escapism that has heavy consequences. I can't stress it enough. And some people say, well, how much porn is bad porn? I would say, if you're going to do it, keep it to an absolute minimum. But also at the same time, really find other ways to uh, masturbate, to pleasure yourself without using porn. Use the power of your imagination or even better, Find someone to have a healthy sex life with. Number four, this is quite a common sign. So it's not so hidden. But some people, when I'm working with them, didn't notice this beginning to creep in. And it's the change in your diet. Self-medicating, trying to feel better by using junk food. Salty, fatty, sugary foods. Part of the self-medicating systems that can be alcohol, it can be drugs, is to try and get a short-term burst of something that will make you feel good to relieve stress, to relieve tension, to distract you from your thoughts and feelings. And it can become quite habitual quite quickly. And for some people, that can feel very hard to actually break. And what I would suggest, especially with any of these signs, is... If you don't know how to manage your thoughts and feelings, invest in a coach, in a therapist who will help you. I promise you, you're not your thoughts. You're not your feelings. They don't often represent you at all. They are just thoughts. They're just feelings. And you can use them or you can just let them go. And I would say, I really wish I'd learnt thought and feeling management at school. It would have made such a difference to my life. And just imagine if you'd learnt from a young age how to manage your mind, how to manage your feelings in a healthy way, what difference that would be making to you. And if we're going to escape, then there's nothing wrong with that. Then we can do it in a healthy way. But using escapism in an unhealthy way does have consequences. 
And number five, surprises people, because this isn't talked about nearly enough. And it's the craving of nostalgia to try and live in the past so that you can take your mind back to happier times. Now, there's nothing wrong with reminiscing or watching old TV shows or movies that you've really enjoyed. But if you notice that these are creeping in and you're spending a lot of your time in the past trying to feel good, then that is a sign that something is not quite right with what's going on with you at the moment. Another theory for why people watch TV programs and films that they've watched over and over before is that they feel more comfortable knowing what's coming with what they're watching, which is very different to being surprised or watching something where there is an unknown element to it, tension, stress, anxiety, and that can feel overwhelming. So they revert back to things which contain no surprises. Now I'm re-watching Friends from the beginning. I've managed to get to season eight already. I'm not sure how that's happened. I'm not doing that because uh, I have anxiety or stress or it's something that's really familiar. I've realized there's a lot of episodes I've somehow missed. And it really does make me laugh. Though I have to say, it does feel a bit outdated and I think it would be cancelled quite quickly if this was something filmed today. Number six, have you noticed that you're struggling to make decisions lately or that your brain feels foggy, heavy, or that you're overthinking a decision and you're really, really worried about getting something wrong? If so, that can be a sign that your cognitive functions are struggling from a result of being stressed or too anxious for too long. Brain fog is a great sign that the body is giving you a wonderful message that you need to pay attention because something is amiss. And your body needs some space, some time for you to just relax and allow it to heal. How much time do you actually give yourself for some self-care, nourishment, things you really enjoy? Have you become a bit of a workhorse? Is your mental load becoming too much for you? Despite how it seems, and I work with a lot of people who say, no, this can't change. A little bit of exploration tends to open up those limiting beliefs to create other possibilities. And I see that time and time again. When we get trapped in our own version of reality and we can't see a way out, speak to someone who can be objective with you because it could open doors to possibilities and potential and opportunities that you may never have seen before. And watch those filters of yours begin to change. I think number seven is quite a strong signal, and it's one that might not be so hidden. But I wanted to put it in because it can really creep up on some people. And 
they can begin to accept it as just something that's normal. Believe me, it's not. And it's the loss of enjoyment in your life. So it's almost like everything is just a bit flat. Things you once enjoyed, things you once loved, no longer have the same appeal. And that is a sign that there is a problem with your nervous system and neurochemistry. If it gets to that point, it's definitely time to seek professional help. And number eight, I've not done a video with this featured just yet, but I know it's an increasing problem. And that is finding it hard to connect to people. Only wanting people to text you and definitely not call you. So talking to someone feels like a hassle. It creates anxiety. It creates pressure. And this leads to feeling eventually more isolated because there's a barrier beginning to appear when it comes to connecting to people that are essential for your well-being. I really can't stress it enough. Human connection is everything. It's how we grow. It's how we thrive. It's how we get feedback on ourselves, which is essential for our mental health and physical health. The best connection ever is going to be the one you have with yourself because that will determine how you connect with other people. So this is a powerful sign that your body is simply saying there is something wrong. And if you find yourself isolating yourself, that can be a trick by anxiety and depression to keep you isolated. Don't fall for it. You don't have to be a social bunny connecting with everyone and everything. It's all about what levels are going to be suitable for you to help you have the life you truly want. If you find yourself doing this, make a list of people that are good for you to connect to. And even if you're texting at the beginning, arrange to have some face-to-face -face conversations and develop those social muscles. Isolation makes them weaker and you can become quite anxious about being around people again. I will check out the Anxiety Lies podcast as a reminder of the lies anxiety and depression tell you to keep you isolated. And number nine, if you notice an increase in vanity, being critical of yourself, putting yourself down, so you're moving away from inside and what's important to your intrinsic values and you're focusing on an extrinsic value, in other words, what you look like. And you can become tricked into thinking that if you look better, then you'll feel better. Which is true, if you do look good, you might have that momentary burst of serotonin, dopamine that say, yay, look, I look great. But it's short-lived. And the investment in who you are as a person, who you are in your core, is a long-term investment in your relationship with yourself. And also, as I mentioned just now, in how you'll have a relationship with other people. I mean, the book can look as pretty as it likes. But if the content inside the book is dull and boring because it's not been invested in, then who's going to carry on reading it? 
you are always so much more than you think you are. So do invest in yourself. Number 10. Increasing procrastination. Pushing yourself to the absolute deadline before doing what you've been putting off is a sign that there is a problem with your mind and body. It's trying to conserve energy or there's an unhelpful belief and perception going on with what it is that you're meant to be doing. Do not delay. Get yourself a coach. You can help you overcome those obstacles because the more you retreat from what you need to do, what you want to do, the more you'll develop an identity which suggests you can't trust yourself but also is someone who is a bit of a failure. And of course, you are so much more than that. Number 11, an increase in health anxiety. I know that's going to be quite common right now due to the COVID situation and the pandemic. But if you notice yourself over-focusing on twinges, on headaches, on lumps and bumps and catastrophizing and turning anything that you're experiencing into something that's going to be terminal. That is a sign that there is an increase in stress and anxiety and needs to be reined in ASAP. Thought terrorism in the form of health anxiety is brutal. These constant false alarms have quite the impact on your neurochemistry and on your mental health. So if you're experiencing an increase in health anxiety, do seek help immediately. And here come the last two. If you notice that there's an increase in gambling, placing more bets, going to arcades, buying more lottery tickets, more time spent in an online casino, or playing online bingo, then please do speak to someone because gambling is really quite dangerous. The reward system gets really messed around and it can turn into an addiction. It really does ruin lives. Don't let yourself fall into that trap. And the last one is an increase in buying stuff, going online and trying to feel good by buying more bits and pieces for yourself, for your house, for the dog. Not only does it damage your bank balance, but your neurochemistry will only get a boost very briefly from your purchases. And you're not going to fill that void through materialism. If you notice yourself surfing online without any idea of what you want to buy, you're just shopping, just browsing continually to escape your thoughts and feelings, to try and feel happy, then it's time to wake up out of that trance and get your life back on track. So there we have it. The hidden warning signs that your nervous system Your neurochemistry is struggling and it's asking you for help. My advice, take as much pressure off of your nervous system as possible. And you can do that 
with meditation. You can do that with mindfulness. You can relax in the bath, get out there for lovely long country walks or by the sea somewhere which will help your mind and body reset and recharge you. If you've not learned how to manage your mind, feelings, emotions, then do so. It's going to be one of the best investments you'll ever make. And learning to tune into yourself and listen to your own wisdom, your own insights, and discover more of who you really are, you can't put a price on. And also, you have a wonderful gut intuition, which will tell you what you need to do more of to help your life be the way you really want it to be. And that is the power of meditation for you. Don't be put off by how strange it looks. It's a very simple tool which can train your mind to focus, but also helps you listen to your true needs. How many times have you said to yourself, I don't know what I want? And that can make it quite difficult to move forward. But believe me, you do have the answers within you. And working with a coach or meditating, learning mindfulness can help you get a step closer to finding out what it is that you truly want your life to be like. What do you need to do next? Changes to your diet, hydrating more, looking after your gut microbiome, getting decent sleep, exercising. None of these are revolutionary bits of advice, but they are very impactful in regards to how they can help increase your health and your mental health. And again, you can't put a price on that. Thank you so much for listening and joining me on this podcast. If you have any questions or have any comments about any of the content, please do email me or contact me as lots of you have been doing recently. Please share, please subscribe, please leave an honest review. I'd really appreciate it. And I look forward to connecting with you in the next podcast. Have a really wonderful day.